Hello, hello. Wow. Welcome back to another episode of Theo Keeps Talking. Wow. I'm glad to be back after my hiatus and ready just to chat. Um, how are you guys doing? It, it feels it feels like it's been much longer than I had planned. And I'm really, really excited just to get back into it. Um, but wow a lot a lot's happened since the last episode i think that it was like the last episode i posted was like really early stages of quarantine it was like april or may um what so let's talk about what's happened since the last episode um well first and foremost i graduated from college <laughs> yeah uh what a journey that was uh five years at a top 40 most expensive school in the country <laughs> to take my final term and graduate online um but i'm really thankful for everything that took place and everyone that i had met along the way i really got to put it into perspective over the past few months and i'll definitely talk about more more of that uh later um and there were also several notable civil rights events that took place since our last episode that I will certainly be covering in a separate episode or even episodes down the line, no doubt about it. Uh, sports are back. Um, around when the last episode went live, I believe we were in the early stages of the last uh, dance documentary about the uh, Chicago Bulls and Michael Jordan coming out on ESPN. Well, wow, that was a lot of fun. Um, at this very moment, the Miami Heat and the Los Angeles Lakers are playing game two of the NBA Finals tonight. So it's been a while since we've talked. Um, the NFL is in full swing. Um, the only thing, there's been a little hiccup, so to speak. The NBA did a really good job of like quarantining and masks and everything. The Tennessee Titans had a few members of their organization uh have the uh contract the coronavirus uh it was like personnel and players so like their game had had just been rescheduled i haven't seen when yet but they had an upcoming game that got pushed back and completely rescheduled and everything um on top of that earlier this week was the uh i don't know if you could call it a presidential debate it was it, it was something it was it was two old men yelling at each other uh, <laughs> and then now the president has the coronavirus so it 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 is uh it's vicious you know um back to football like american football my fantasy team is uh hmm, injured uh <laughs> a lot of my teams on the on the injured reserve list uh i drafted saquon with my first pick and um yeah, there goes there goes my number one pick for the rest of the season. But um, it's it's been fun to watch, like seeing live sports again. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. Um, what else have I been up to? Um, I've been golfing a few times over the summer with like my family. I've been spending a lot of time with my parents and my grandmother. I've seen my girlfriend and her family basically every day since March, which has been really nice. Um, and I would say that I'm still going to be at home for a lot of it. Um, I've really just been making the most out of staying at home and chilling, you know. I've been enjoying myself. 
Uh, today, however, I really wanted to specifically talk about your health and like health in general and taking care of yourself um, because it's, it's, it's unbelievably important to do so. And I, I think sharing what my experiences have been like, especially recently, would be, you know, would be nice to share and just talk about how there are so many nuances to your own health, um, physical, mental health, everything like that. Um, so, of course, to lead into it, 2020 certainly has been difficult. Um, most people's, if not everyone's natural means of productivity, income, and leisure were all shifted, if not completely halted. Um, and it's definitely taken some rewiring to find a way that works best for you and for me uh, as, as well. Um, addressing myself, uh, I've always been hyper social, super extroverted, all that. Um, I thrive off of human interaction, even down to asking, you know, a pub like someone in like a cashier or just anyone in customer service, like, yeah, how are you today? You know, like I don't mind usually holding doors for people or anything like that regularly. Um, I'm also really easily motivated and super easily demotivated. Um, it's all it's all about effort and momentum. Um, so if I'm excited to do something, I'll get a huge burst of energy to do it and do it to like the best of my abilities. I'm, I wake up excited to do it. But th once that runs out, be it for any reason, it, it's gone. <laughs> it's completely gone. Um, for example, from March to April, I made eight TikToks. So that's like basically once a week, right? And I really liked doing them. Uh, but for those who don't really know, like if you really haven't like spent that much time with me or whatever the case may be, um, I'm not super cute, you know, like I'm like, I mean, you know, I put on a suit and tie and I can shake some hands and, you know, do run some Excel, you know what I'm saying? But I'm not, I'm not getting sponsored by Fashion Nova or anything like that, you know? So I can't just like stare at the screen and do minimal effort and, you know, here come the likes and stuff. It, it I'm not repeatedly doing those horrendously stiff dances, even though, yes, yes, I did cave early on in the pandemic and hit a little renegade or some, but like, you know, I, I really have to be creative for really good TikTok content. And once I realized that editing the TikToks took longer and longer, the better ideas that I had, the less I wanted to do them. Like I had this one idea, I was really excited to do it. It, it took about 15 minutes to like film everything I wanted to for like a 60 second video. But it took in the neighborhood of almost an hour to get everything to line up the way I wanted it to. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so much work. And after that, I realized my ideas are only getting more and more grandiose. And I was like, you know, maybe, I, maybe I'll just let the pros do it, you know? It's just so much fun to watch, though. Um, so as far as this podcast went, I was taking about four to five classes in the spring. And I was handling them pretty well until one of my classes, which also was my favorite class ever, uh, had us do a project with a school in Amsterdam. And I had some final papers that I really wanted to do well on, um, especially since they'd be the last papers I'd ever care about in undergrad. So I stopped recording and planning as frequently for the podcast. And, but I, and, you know, I had still had a few ideas like ready to go and I tried to get back into it right before graduation, 
but that's also when a lot of like the the um, civil rights and Black Lives Matter events started picking up steam. And to be transparent, like it, it absolutely wore me down. You know, um, I'll never ever stop fighting for equality to the best of my abilities, regardless of whatever topic it's on. Um, but it like be, between like constantly seeing what was going on and reading and staying educated and also like sharing how I felt about it on various social media platforms or to my family or to my friends. Um, it was getting like pretty emotionally draining just going through it. Um, but of course, like I said, I'll never, I'll never stop fighting for it. You know, um, in, in addition to that, it was also getting warmer outside, but being more or less stuck in inside your house, um, like, and then graduation season was approaching. It was just like a lot of emotions going on, you know, like I was like, I'm still very happy and very, uh, very proud of what I've achieved, but you just kind of picture it differently, you know, um, like you grew up envisioning the moment, you know, it's like high school musical three, you get this whole ceremony, then they go to college or, you know, just like the coming of age kind of thing. And then your your picture going across the stage in the moment, and then it just doesn't happen, right? Like, yes, my degree is still one hundred percent real, and I'm very much uh, proud of what I what I achieved. Um, it's just that I I am a public praise kind of person. Like, I know a lot of people who are like deferred compensation kind of people. Like, in the long run, it'll be fine. Like, but me, I'm like, no, I want like I want to know that if I do something well, that I did it well, and I would like to know, like, um, and I want it to be very, very, very clear. That's kind of how I like my feedback. And there's nothing more clear than, hey, you finished 225 credits of undergrad. Here's a ceremony, you know? And, and like, I went to some of my friends' ceremonies where, like, University of Maryland College Park, like, in 2018. Then my, almost my entire high school graduating class graduated before me because I was five, in a five-year program and they were in a four-year program. So some of my closest friends were done before me. So I was just like, yeah, it's your time, bro. It's your time. It's coming. And then it just doesn't come. Like, we're three months away back in March. And then, like, yeah, you're, you got to go home. And then it just, you know, at, it, it got kept getting pushed back. And then it just, you know, it just didn't happen, you know. So it, it was a lot to handle at the time. But, like, my family and I had, like, a great little at-home ceremony. Um, you know, we watched, like, the they, they did a presentation on, like, YouTube. Like, they published a video and you could watch it sequentially. And, you know, I, and it was really nice. The, like, what they did come up with was really nice. And... And didn't have to fight traffic. Uh, I was already at home. So, you know, there's a lot of pros and cons to it, you know. But one of the things I did want to talk about in general is also, like, how to work, like, how your mental health plays a factor in what you go through on a day-to-day -day basis. And um, I want to say it very generally that I don't have, like, consistent struggles or anything with mental health like no official diagnoses or anything um but i do feel comfortable saying that i used to um like publicly for the first time i'm actually telling more than just like my family and my close friends that i used to have anxiety back when i was 13 years old um it was the summer before i went to eighth grade and 
every single night before I went to sleep, I just couldn't escape it, you know? Like, every night my chest would hurt. I would overthink about the most meaningless things, even though I know logically I didn't have to be, like, thinking or feeling that way. I was having legitimate physical reactions to things that wouldn't even phase me during a normal moment's notice, but even though I knew, like, hey, Theo, there's no reason to overthink whether you threw that dodgeball too hard in fourth grade gym class. You know, I would still be hyperventilating. My chest would still be pounding. Like, I still couldn't go to sleep. It was it was awful, you know? And, of course, this was back in 2010. So my parents, you know, didn't really know what the big deal was. Um, they were like, hey, you know, just pray. Just keep praying. And it'll all be better. You know, you don't have to be worried about these kinds of things. And you, and if anyone who's been paying attention, you know, mental health awareness has been taking like leaps and bounds over the past few years. But back in 2010, absolutely not, especially for a 13 year old, you know, and like it and it was really hard, especially considering a lot of what comes with having mental health you know, concerns is that you don't want to feel like a burden to to other people. Right when you're 13 you don't want to bother other adults when my chest would be hurting i didn't want to i didn't want to like make my parents take off work to take me to my pediatrician to see if there was something wrong um i would just tell them like hey you know i just can't go to sleep right i wouldn't tell them about like me being in so much pain right um and then like when you're 13 you don't want to come like you're a 13 year old young man like you're a teenage boy, but you think you're so grown and so tough that you don't want to tell your classmates about it, right? Like you, one, don't want to be a burden on them. You don't want it to be like, oh, if I like tell them, tell them that I'm going through this, that, <clears throat> you know, I'm taking time away from them having fun in the summer or whatever they got to do, right? You also don't want to be like weak. Like, it, it's really hard, right? You don't want people to think like, oh, he's not a man because he, you know, overthinks too much and now his chest hurts, right? Like you you really think yourself into being such of a mess and it's hard. Like it's like back then when that was going on, I was just like stuck, right? And uh, to anyone who like goes through those kinds of things, like those kinds of um just developments mental health wise, whether they're less serious, more serious than anything I've ever gone through. Cause I, I mean, I'll never say that like I went through, it was, it wasn't that, it wasn't that bad for me. It was just, it was hard, but it wasn't like as long lasting because it was really just that summer. Um, I, I, I have my deepest sympathies and I, like, I really do feel incredibly empathetic for people who do go through things like that. Cause a lot of times you, don't want to tell people because you don't want to feel like you're in their way. It's a lot to balance because sometimes you do need someone to lean on to help you, but you don't know who the right person is to help you when you're going through that. And this was years ago, right? And I don't even have like a concrete way of saying how I got over my own anxiety because one day it just went away. Like being completely transparent, like once I think it was once school started again, I could just go to sleep. I don't know if it was me having homework took my mind off of it or there was just so many other things to focus on, but like it was just so gone. It was just gone. And I was just like, what? You know? And to this day, I still don't know why. Like why it just went away, you know? 
maybe it was all the praying maybe it just vanished you know but to anyone going through whatever mental health concerns that they may or may not have i mean i expressed my deepest of sympathies to you um you are incredibly strong and i'm very proud of you and you know keep doing keep fighting the good fight keep doing what you got to do because it's hard and um you know i'm rooting for you you know um one of the other things i wanted to say was that i there was a point in time where i think it was around like my junior year where i started being really focused on um how can i manage what bothers me like this is a little past mental health specifically this is just emotional problem solving right and for me the the and the overthinking that was matched with the anxiety um the anxiety part went away but i absolutely not have i have not stopped overthinking everything ever you know um and one of the things that i have come to understand is that if i can quantify my emotions and how i feel excuse me um that can really help me be more productive about voicing my emotions and contextualizing them on a day-to-day basis um so i'd say that most people who have met me before would acknowledge that generally i'm in a good mood (laughs) i still think about everything like i said everything to this day but i've made it a little more productive you know it's like ever since like my junior year of high school i've had a really good game plan on how to balance my emotions and here's like the breakdown of that so of all the emotions i have i would say that i'm happy like 88 percent of the time yeah 88 percent of the time good day you know can't complain right uh about 11 percent of the time i'm meh or whatever just eh. and so not unhappy or happy either way because you know life is life sometimes things are just gonna bother you right and then i would say one percent of the time isn't good like it just isn't good <laughs> you know and i have a thought process i usually go through for anything that could possibly bother me and it's kind of like a flow chart so so here's the scenario in a vacuum of course because you know there's there's gray areas and there's fringes and stuff so okay there's something that's bothering you me um so the first question i ask is did you cause what happened yes or no and then it kind of branches out so if no you didn't cause what happened can you do something to confront it or avoid it soon yes or no right that helps me visualize or you know context contextualize that is it something i can take care of in the moment right or do does it is it going to take some time do i need to do something about it or do i just have to kind of let it subside right then if i did cause what happened the follow-up is does it affect anyone other than you that's a really big question, right? What's the what's the radius of the damage done? Is if it's just me, or is it more than just me? So the question is, yes, it affects someone other than me. Do I need to apologize? Yes or no? And usually the answer is yes. It's just, you know it's a good thing to apologize, um, and but of course you know over apologizing 
doesn't get you much of anything, but, you know, like balancing when to know, when to say yes, when to say no of, do I need to apologize, right? Um, And then if no, um, it doesn't affect anyone else. Um, How much time do I have before I need to solve this problem? So giving myself a, a timeline, how much time do I have before this, like it hits the fan, right? Um, how long will this problem take to solve? So when I finally get to the problem, how long do I think it's going to take me, right? Um, do And another question I ask is, do I have the resources at my disposal to solve it immediately, right? So do I have like, do I have like the right contact information? Do I have like the, you know, do I need to go drive somewhere? Do I need to go um, send an email? Do I need to, whatever the case may be, can I do it right now with what I have? And if I don't, where do I go to get it? Do I know someone who has it, right? So that helps like contextualize. I've said that a lot, but anyway, it helps me really bring together all of the many nuances that can happen when something hits the fan. What can I do? How long does it take for me to do it? Do I have the resources to do it? And how many people are involved are generally the questions I need to ask. Um, and if I can, and if I can answer those questions, usually things go really well. Um, it helps me reduce me getting stressed out if I get stressed out at all, which doesn't really happen that often. Um, cause I've addressed what I need to do. I've assessed what I need to do, excuse me. Um, and of course, of course there will be outliers that still will bother me, even if I can't answer those questions, but so many normal problems that, uh, happen, get solved by that process. Like just like the little day to day things. Like, of course, there will be really big things that come sometimes, but the little things, it prevents them from snowballing, so to speak. Um, one of the other things I would like to share is um, this one experience I had had a few years ago with work. And it was a really good learning experience because it really taught me how to protect myself from myself. Like, you have to be aware that sometimes Theo, you need to take a break. <clears throat> so this was all the, the years 2018. So this entire, it was the entire calendar year of 2018. Right. And to give you the, like to tell you how the story ends um, and what the problem was, so to speak, there was not a four day stretch in 2018 where I didn't either work or study or go to class. So that's what we're looking at here. There was no four days where I didn't do that. Um, four days in a row. So back then it was like 2017, 2018. And it was the heavy, like <clears throat> wake up to get this paper, uh, rise and grind, got to get that bread, you know, chase a bag. Don't worry about what I'm doing lifestyle. Like that's what social media was all about. That's what people were all about. It's like chase a bag. That's what, that's what we were trying to do. It's like Monday morning, trying to be time to get that bread, time to chase that bag, you know? And then it was, then that's what I tried to embody, right? Do I myself have the, have the facilities to chase a bag. And the answer at that time was, yeah. <clears throat> Just need a little water, you know what I'm saying? Um, and because that was such the prevailing mindset at the time, 
I was I was ready to sell out for it. You know, I was ready to give it 110% to anything that needed me. Like, if I need to study for class, study all day, right? If I need to, like, uh, do something for my student organization, do it all the time, even on weekends, right? Um, here come like, if my job needs me to stay extra hours, I'm staying extra hours. Like, it was just so, it was so long of uh, of a time period that, I can measure it almost exactly. It was winter 2017. I had, so like December 2017, Christmas comes. So I had a few days off for Christmas. And then January comes and I'm in the office, right? From January to the last Friday in March, excuse me, to the last Friday in March, I worked basically like every day, um, like Saturday, Sunday off, right? And then uh, Friday comes, the last Friday in March. On Saturday, I move back into my apartment in Philadelphia. And Sunday, I'm settling in. And Monday, I start classes. And then I have class Monday through whatever. So like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, whatever. Um, And if I didn't have class on Friday, I was probably studying on Friday. And I had that all the way through to June something. It was like graduation week 2018 in June for Drexel. And in between your spring term and your summer term, you get a week off. But it was chase a bag, don't worry about what I'm doing season. So I worked for one week with my co-op again like i worked there during my one week off um so i was working doing my stuff and then i come back to school to start my summer term of classes and that started late june and that went all the way to the last for my last final was the last friday in is the first friday in september excuse me so the first friday in september comes by Saturday, I am moving out of my apartment back to Maryland. I'm moving in back in with my parents, and my in my co-op, my internship starts the next Monday. And then it was busy season for our company, so I hopped right out of finals to jump back in, and I'm working forty hours in my first week, and then fifty, and then sixty plus for like a few weeks in a row you know um and when i tell you i was so burnt out like it was so much and to give it more scale when you're an intern well in general you don't really take time off during busy season but when you're an intern you don't get pto like you you just don't get paid so i just thought i couldn't ever take off um which was you know a silly mindset but you know chase it back and it was like, it was really wearing on me, you know, like the time I would wake up in the day would be like successively later and later to get to work. The, um, like what I would eat wasn't any good. Uh, My workouts were either incomplete or non-existent. Um, my weekends were full of me just wilting, (laughs) you know, you know, and sometimes, I mean, I was like making myself available to work on Saturdays just to, you know, get the projects done and stuff. And 
understanding that, you know, Theo, you really do have to like protect yourself is really important, you know? And I finally learned that the hard way. Cause there was once like, there was one month or a pay period, whatever, where my one paycheck was equivalent to like a little more than a month's worth of work in one of my two monthly paychecks. But the weekends, I just wasn't doing anything. I was just trying to recover to get back in the office on Monday. You know what I mean? Like, there's no, like, enjoyment in that. If you have all the money in the world, relatively speaking, for a 20, 21-year-old who doesn't pay rent because they live with their parents, um, but you don't have any time to spend it, then what are you doing, you know? And of course, like, it's like this thing, it's like, yeah, money isn't everything. I would say money, I would say money is everything when you don't have any, but it isn't any, it isn't everything when you don't have time to enjoy it, you know? Um, That's what I would say. And of course, you know, my view on that will evolve because that was when I was 20, 21, um, 2018, yeah, I was 21. And now I'm 23 going on 24 next year. So, of course, my viewpoint on that is going to change, but that's just how I took it then, you know? And when I finally took that day off, like, I went up to my manager. I was like, hey, can I, like, not come to work this day? And they were like, sure. You've been working every day for, like, three months straight. And I was like, thanks. (laughs) It was, like, a Wednesday in, like, December. And it was, like, the greatest thing ever. Like, I woke up naturally happy just because I wasn't going to work. I was just so excited because busy season was over. Like, no one had any work for me anyway. So I just was like, hey, I'm going to take off. And they were like, cool, do what you got to do. And I, it was just so great, you know? So, you know, give yourself some breaks. Like, your, your, your body, you may think you'll be able to handle certain things. Let your brain catch up, too. Like, let your brain rest. Let your emotions rest. Um, it's really important to do so. And as I learned the very, very, very hard way, (laughs) but I'm really thankful for that lesson because, you know, now like I, I'm not too worried about that happening to me again as I start my real life career pretty soon. Um, as opposed to that just being an internship. Um, but yeah, uh, wow, that was, that was a fun story, but I'm really glad that I had, um, developed the processes I had had to like figure out what do I need to do for like my mental health and everything like that. Like one of the best things I've realized is like taking a nap is such a huge deal sometimes, just like a little one. It doesn't have to be colossal. Sometimes, I mean, I hibernate. So, you know, sometimes I'll say I'll take a nap and it'll be two and a half hours later in a different time zone, but you know, it's fine. Um, But yeah, just understanding what kind of process, like when, what do you know your normal is? And when you start deviating from your normal, can you identify what the problem is? Like if you start sleeping in a little too late, if you start doing this a little too late, this and this and this and this, like if you start eating worse, can you identify what's wrong? And if you can like solve that really early, hey, you're on the right track, you know? And being able to, formulate what's wrong early on mental health physical health whatever can save you a lot of grief in the long run too um 
but yeah i would say that that process has also really helped with the unease of being in quarantine too um you know like if you ever met me i'm usually a gym guy and i spend a lot of time in the gym and like that's where i would normally like de-stress or something like that but gyms just aren't the move <laughs> for me for the foreseeable future um uh, like it's my in my household it's my mom my dad and my grandmother my dad's over 60 my grandmother's in her 80s um so no i'm and they all have their own various health concerns my dad has diabetes my grandmother has a whole host of things going on she's healthy it's just you know you don't want to introduce covid to that so um i've not been doing much of anything where someone could even be within 10 feet of me um so like i've only been in like one mall once um i have not been back to the gym like you can you can preach to me as how safe they could ever be i'm not going in <laughs> it's just not happening so there's this little park that's by like by my house that i just you know work out in um i've been golfing like i said um so just you know, getting some more outdoor workouts in has been really helpful. Uh, and of course, my body type really needs it. Uh, I'm big, just transparently. And I hate cardio unless I'm playing a sport. Like people are like, yeah, you know, I ran like six miles yesterday. I'm like, why? Like, do your knees just not scream at you? Like I'm 23 with like 36 AARP type knees right now. I'm just like, what? <laughs> you ran how far yesterday? Like one of my friends runs like 10 miles a day. I'm like, dog, I haven't ran 10 miles in like a week sometimes. Like what? <laughs> I'm just, I just, it's boring. You know what I mean? Um, but I've been getting back on my grind. Um, trying to get my hashtag cardio Theo up, you know, and I just been enjoying being at home um, just for some fun things I've been up to. I would say um, I've been spending a lot of time like with my girlfriend. Like I said, um, I've been studying for the CPA exam. So getting um, getting used to that um, eating. I've been eating better, which is good. I finally transitioned to eating more white meat chicken than dark meat chicken. I never thought that day would ever come, but here we are um shout out air fryers just gonna put that out there for christmas my girlfriend's family gave me an air fryer and it's like it's a lifesaver it's such a it's so good um i've been getting more consistent sleep when pan when the pandemic started but i wasn't in class yet it literally did not matter what time i woke up <laughs> because i mean i wasn't doing anything the gym would be closed like gyms were closed and i didn't have class for like three weeks between like March 16th and like April 2nd or whatever. So that like what time I woke up literally didn't matter at all. Um, and so it's been much better doing, having a consistent routine. Um, with my girlfriend, we've been watching a bunch of anime. So at this point last year, we had started Hunter Hunter already. And then we finished it earlier this year. Um, we watched and finished all of My Hero Academia. Um, we finished all of what's available of Demon Slayer. And right now we're going through Naruto, which has been fun. Um, another fun fact, Amazon Prime has a subscription. Amazon Prime Video has a subscription where for 
uh, $3 a month, you get access to all the Pokemon episodes out there. Uh, so we've been watching all of Hoenn, which is the third region, um, which, had, which has been 156 episodes up to this point, and we have like 30-something left, so that's been a lot of fun. Um, I haven't watched much on my own. I would say, like, I've been watching, I've been on Twitch a lot because I've been getting into esports more and more because esports were on, like, competitive video gaming was on when regular sports were off. Um, so I've been really into that, and I'll make a whole episode about, like, esports eventually. Um, I've been watching, like, the NBA playoffs, of course. I'm a huge basketball, like, nerd. Um, like, I've watched, I legitimately will watch YouTube videos about like how to calculate certain stats for basketball. Like I'm just a nerd, but I love it. You know, um, NFL season's back in swing. Like I said, um, on Netflix, I watched, uh, F1 drive to survive, which was really good. Um, it's all, it's like, it's like all about like formula one racing and all about like the European I'm super rich lifestyle, which, you know, seems really cool. Um, once we, it gets me like, I definitely want to travel again soon. Um, and then I watched, I've been watching The Boys on Amazon Prime, um, which it, it's something. Like, if, if you're into, like, dystopia, but you're also into superheroes, it's, like, it's like the perfect show. Um, what else? What else? What else? Music. Um, ever since September 4th, I've been listening to September 5th by Division, like, more than once a day. Like, it's been non-stop and i'm addicted and i i mean i like the album when i heard it you know you know years ago but i mean i've been listening to it legitimately non-stop since then um division also released the album in april i really like that um what else happened what else what else have i been listening to the pop smoke album of course um uh black slash six lack dropped a ep which was good I listened to Ungodly Hour, which was good. Um, that Kehlani album is really good. Um, but yeah, you know, just been enjoying myself listening to a few other podcasts that have been going on. Um, but yeah, so as far as the recap episode, that is it for me. Um, thank you for tuning in. If you um, if you have listened all the way to this point, um, I'm really looking forward to getting back into it. And I thank you for uh, spending some time with me. I hope you have a good day and or weekend whenever you want to listen, whenever you're listening to this and uh, hope to see you next time. I'll see you guys later.